Hello, ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr., hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers checking in with you today. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, my heart is still so heavy. I'm going to cover more of George Floyd today. More has been uncovered as to the four officers that were involved in the murder of George Floyd. I'm going to cover that. And then also we've got other news to get into today as well. And then as I shared with all of you, because I had such an outpouring of support for my own personal company that my wife and I started, UncorkedLiving.com, I'm going to cover these products that we've uh, that we've provided, that we've had developed, that are the best that I know, and I'm all about health and wellness, so I'm going to give you guys an overview on that today as well. And then we've got Jerry Nadler that actually is acknowledging that voter fraud by mail is a real issue, even though pretty much everybody on the liberal side of the mainstream media is trying to call out the president for acknowledging and sharing that vote by mail is an absolute disaster waiting to happen. It'll circumvent your and my ability to have our opinion heard in the upcoming elections throughout this entire country throughout this year. So we got, we've got a lot to cover today, but I'm going to bring it to you again. I am doing this from a remote studio in California. So thankful for my amazing producer, Jesse Maitland. <laughs> he and his company do an amazing, absolutely amazing job and were able to set me up so I can still bring my daily news to you. So let's get into it. I'm going to start right off with George Floyd and what uh, travesty, the absolute just heartbreaking devastation that he suffered, that his family is enduring, and the riots that I knew were coming. I shared a video two day, yesterday, actually. Uh, I felt in my spirit and in my bones that there were going to be riots taking place in Minnesota, and they are, friends. Now, I've got some, uh, some notes and some thoughts on the rioting, but I understand, I do understand the heart and the mindset between so many individuals that are filled with rage, that are outraged over what we've, what we've all witnessed take place at the hands of law enforcement officers. And let me just say this one more time. I've said it yesterday, I'll continue to say it. I do not believe that those officers that are involved were involved in the murder of George Floyd. I don't believe they represent all law enforcement officers. Absolutely not. I've actually had several of you uh, reach out to me and share your disgust uh, on social media and email, your absolute disgust and disdain for anybody wearing the badge to treat another human being like that, racial or not. Right now, we don't know if it's racial. I know there's a photoshopped picture of the guy that had his knee on George's neck that shows him in a red cap that says, make whites uh, great again. I don't know that that's a valid picture. It definitely looks photoshopped. And that's really neither here nor there at this point. Their conduct was unbecoming of an officer. It was, it was disgusting as a human being, and it shouldn't have taken place. So let's, let's get into some of this news today, friends. I've got stuff to show you. So right now, what we've got going on is, uh, right now what we have happening is, let me get over here really quick. Right now what we've got is this. We've got riots breaking out in Minneapolis following George Floyd's death at the hands of police. Just a short time ago, we posted the article. I posted a video on the Minneapolis man that died at the hands of police. Well, there's now riots in the streets. Police firing tear gas, attempting to cloud the unruly crowd, demanding justice 
for George Floyd outside the third precinct station in Minneapolis. Uh, there's so much. There's so many videos. I've got a video I'll bring you uh, right here myself. And uh, oh, there I am. <laughs> so here is one of the videos of the rioting that is currently taking place in Minnesota. As you can see, it's not just black Americans there protesting, rioting against the police. There's white individuals there, Asian individuals there. Can I just say that what took place at the hands of those officers was not just an attack on black Americans, but on all of us? Would that have happened had George not been black? What if he had been Hispanic? What if he'd been Asian? What if he was a white guy? George was a very big man. What if it was a very big white guy. We probably wouldn't see, I don't know, with the age of social media, we probably would still have seen it all over the place, but it wouldn't have the undertone of it potentially being all about race. I think it was about men with badges that are drunk with the power that that badge gives. And maybe it also had to do with race. Well, I'll wait to find that out, but it's an absolute travesty and it shouldn't be happening anywhere in our country. It shouldn't be happening. And Americans are fed up with it they're upset, and of course they're revolting. What did these officers think was gonna happen? Now, my video I shared yesterday, the only video I saw, I saw two officers. I saw one standing there, and I saw the murderer with his knee on George's neck. And then last night, I saw this, and it begged a lot more questions. My face is gone. Uh, 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 I can't breathe, man. Please. Please let me stand. Please, man. I can't breathe. Are you kidding me? Four officers, three of them pinning George to the ground. I know in the video I saw yesterday, the 10 minute long video, one of them was saying, get up, get up, George, get in the car. They had him pinned. This is an absolute travesty and an injustice to every American, no matter your color, no matter your race, no matter where you're at. When law enforcement officers that are sworn to protect and serve us, the American people, treat a human being like this, it is an absolute utter disgrace, friends. Again, I'm thankful that at least the mayor there stood up and said it's a, it's, dis, it's a disgrace. The chief fired all four of them. Now, it's interesting to me. We've got to pay attention to this. The mainstream media is immediately now trying to say that there's a huge racial problem in our country. I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe that to be true. I absolutely believe that issues and instances like this will exacerbate the idea of racism in our country but I truly don't believe that there's a huge problem with racism in our country. I don't believe that these four officers represent all of law enforcement. I don't believe that. 
I know and have a lot of friends in law enforcement and they're not racist and they're not bullies and they're not murderers. But individuals, here, here's, the, here's the call. I, I was thinking about this after reading an email from one of you, from a law enforcement officer that shared with me while he was on duty, he, was, he emailed me, he reached out to me to share. He was disgusted and that he's seen and aware of other law enforcement officers that do carry a chip on their shoulder and have pushed the envelope. My question to all of you law enforcement officers, my charge to you is forget about the blue shield. Forget about whether or not you're all on the side of blue, whether or not you're supposed to rat on each other. You should be calling out any member of your law enforcement department that you know is pushing the envelope. You need to start holding your own partners accountable. Yes, you need to rat them out. I believe that type of policing, you policing yourselves, is the only thing that's going to start to restore confidence in law enforcement. That's what we need to see. We need to see you with the courage to stand up, speak out, and point out individuals that have pushed the envelope too far. Now, in this instance, George died. How many other instances have there been where a law enforcement officer saw, just like these uh, these the, the one was standing there watching it happen. How many other issues and instances have there been where law enforcement officers have seen one of their fellow officers treating, abusing, pushing the envelope too far on the freedoms and the justices of Americans and not said anything for fear of that blue shield, not crossing that barrier, not ratting out one of your own? Well, that time has come and gone. It's, it's been gone a long time. And my challenge and charge to everybody in law enforcement is to hold yourselves, your partners, your fellow officers accountable and rat them out. You tell your authority. You tell the chief of police. And if the chief won't listen, go to the mayor. Go to the governor. Do whatever you have to do. Get, be willing to get them on video because I'll tell you what, if you're not going to get them on video... Somebody else is going to get you guys on video just like this. And if you're the one that was standing around and didn't do anything, you're also held accountable. That's my charge. And that's exactly what I think needs to happen for Americans to start to feel like our Justice Department, our law enforcement officers are actually on our side to protect and serve us, the American people. That's exactly what I believe needs to happen. Now, we've got a message from George himself. This doesn't, make, this doesn't mean that George was just a, an all-around perfect individual. Nobody is a perfect individual. But I do believe that this video from George Floyd shares his heart, shares really who he was and how he thought. This message just rings volumes now from beyond the grave. There is, a, there is some cussing in here. Fair warning if there's little kids around. Otherwise, we're all grown adults. Yeah. Our young generation is clearly lost, man. Clearly lost, man. Like, like, I don't even know what to say no more, man. Like, you youngsters just going around, just busting guns, in crowds, kids getting killed, you know, and it's clearly the generation after us, man, that's so lost, man. You know, man, I came back to Houston and a nigga told me, yeah, Floyd, that young nigga the truth, man, right there, because he could bust a gun. Man, I knew it was crazy. Then a nigga my age saying this here, man, you know what I'm saying? They condoning this shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like half them young niggas shooting them guns go home and they knees shaking at night. But they don't show it to nobody because, you know, they ain't tough then. Hey, man, 
Come on home, man. One day it's gonna be you and God. You going up or you going down. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be it. And any nigga don't like this message, especially nigga my age. George definitely had some very specific words talking about the younger generation that walks around with guns, busting caps, and then bragging about it. Yet behind the closed doors at night, their knees are shaking. He had a message for the younger generation. He had a message about honoring and respecting God. Don't knock him for his language. A lot of individuals, that's where they come from. That's how they communicate. That's exactly how they say exactly what they want to share. Well, George is no longer with us. His message has reached its end. Hopefully it hasn't reached its end. Hopefully his message will reverberate throughout the younger generation, even those out there right now that are rioting in the streets. My issue with rioting is this. Now, I know the video I showed you, they were at the police department, but it doesn't normally stop there. It doesn't stop at police cars or cruisers. And why are you holding other individuals accountable? I'll tell you why. It's because they're lumping you all together because the mainstream media is out there to share that everybody, all law enforcement, is are racist. They want to exacerbate and exploit this issue. But we cannot forget, the chief of police there is black. The mayor is a Democrat. The governor is a Democrat. So if there's a real issue with racism throughout that state, throughout that city, you cannot forget the connections that Democrats have had with segregation, with Jim Crow, with forming the KKK. Yes, do your research. Those were all Democrat-led agendas, and the KKK was a militia arm of the Democrat Party. Racism has been deep and thick in the Democrat Party for decades, and black individuals have been duped into believing that Democrats are actually for us. Somebody needs to hear this message. If you're on Facebook right now, please click the share button right now. Click the share button. It goes a long way to help get this message, message out, and there's a lot of Americans right now that are so torn. I can't tell you how many messages I've, I've received from mostly my white friends that are reaching out in support, sad that this happened. Let me tell you, first, I, I don't, I'm not going to jump to the conclusion that it was racial. I'm not going to do that. Until something comes out to support that, I'm going to stick with the facts. But the facts of the matter are that there are men in blue, probably some women too, that abuse their power and abuse their authority. And we need them to hold themselves accountable so that we can have the, the freedom and, the, and feel the justice necessary. And we better see murder raps for all four of those police officers. We better see it. It's what we hope and want to see. So please share this on Twitter. Share it. YouTube, thank you so much. I was riled up. I didn't do my normal intro. And thank you for all of you uh, sharing today. Now, can I talk to you about some things that have impacted the black community, the Hispanic community, really impact all Americans that are still taking place right now and are actually being, uh, ex ex they're exploding under the current Democrat policies? Did you know that Dr. Martin Luther King was not for open borders? He was not for illegal immigration because he understood that illegal immigrants will get into this country and they'll take jobs that, that would normally go to a black individual, maybe an inner city, maybe now a Hispanic individual. And a lot of, most of the time they take the money, they send it back to their home, they send it back to their families. It doesn't even stay in our country. Well, this is pretty alarming to have to share, friends. But nearly 400,000 anchor babies have been born were born in 2019, exceeding the birth rates in 48 states. That, friends, is something that we need to, we need to nip in the bud. 
In 2019, nearly 400,000 anchor babies were born, which is more than 48 of the 50 states registered uh, that registered lives, live births. President Trump has threatened to sign an executive order banning anchor babies, possibly in 2021. We can only truly hope that that does happen. The legality of birthright citizenship is very much a question as the amendment to the Constitution was allowed for children of slaves to be U.S. citizens after the Civil War ended in 1865. Now, we're not talking about individuals that were enslaved in this country giving babies when we're talking about anchor babies. We're talking about individuals that broke into this country and then had a baby. Now, all of a sudden, they're a citizen and so is their child. In 2008, a study showed that about 300,000 anchor babies were born to illegal aliens each year. In addition, another 72,000 are born to foreign tourists in a process known as birth tourism, whereby, whereby women come to the United States from all over the globe so that their babies will have U.S. citizenship. The babies have U.S. citizenship. The parents uh, normally are allowed to still stay with their child. The only two states with more births are California and Texas. California residents deliver about 455,000 babies a year, while Texans deliver about 379,000 babies a year. Friends, it is an, unnecess an unnecessary issue that we deal with when we have individuals that want to come to this country just to give birth so that they then can stay with their babies and their babies have citizenship. That hurts minority communities. You know what else hurts minority communities that the Democrats push for and have pushed for abortion. Now, you know what the disgusting thing that just came out, I know it was all over the news a year and a half, two years ago or so, when literally some of the higher up, the execs of Planned Parenthood got caught on video talking about selling aborted baby parts. Well, now it just got a little bit deeper. Planned Parenthood officials now admit under oath to selling aborted baby parts. What's disturbing for the black community is that although we make up about 14% of the uh, population in the United States, we account for almost half of all abortions. The, uh, the black population in our country would be doubled today if it was not for abortion, something Democrats strongly push for. They call it women's health. Yeah, it's, tell the female baby it's about women's health. An explosive new video from the Center for Medical Progress contradicts past claims made by Planned Parenthood that they were accepting the only reimbursement for their employees' time and labor in separating the aborted baby body parts. In the video, it shows partial testimony from Planned Parenthood officials in which they admit to selling the body parts for much more than just being reimbursed. Some local branches were taking in as much as 10 thousand dollars a month on baby parts among the depositions under oath planned parenthood officials included tram nugent planned parenthood gulf coast senior director of abortion access dr dr dorothy ferguson chief medical officer of planned parenthood marmonto marmonte and dr deborah nucatola the former senior director of medical services for planned parenthood federation of america were all on display this should be an absolute it should be everywhere, on every mainstream media channel. They should be talking about it. Yet, have you heard about it on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS? You might hear about it on Fox. It's something that absolutely we should all be aware of when we're deciding on whether or not we think abortion 
is truly a woman's right. I don't believe a baby is a part of the woman's body. It's got its own DNA. It has its own fingerprints, toe, toe prints. It's got its own fingers and toes. It has its own heartbeat. When something has a heartbeat, we call that life. Well, at least conservatives call it life. Democrats want to call it something else entirely. Let's get over to uh, this. Let me jump over this. I'm going to take a break. This, this is really quick. I've just been so overwhelmed with the support from all of you that saw that I got hit with a fake news flag last week, all because I showed a very real box, a box of earloop masks where the warning label said, this will not stop you from getting COVID. It's not used for that. I shared the box to inform you. The people should be aware. People have a false sense of security wearing an earloop mask, and FB gives me a false strike. Well, I shared one ways you can support me is to sub subscribe to my podcast where I've got amazing one-on-one -on -one interviews. Another way is to support me with my own health and wellness company that my wife and I started seven years ago. So really quickly, I'm going to give you a rundown because so many of you ordered products and I'm so truly very thankful for your order. Uh, I, I couldn't get by without these products myself. I use every single one of these every single day. Uh, if you're over 40, this Revive Whole Food Plant-Based Multi-Mineral Multivitamin Supplement is a must. This combines, you would have to buy about 10 to 12 bottles to get all of what's in just three tablets of these. And the other beautiful thing I love is the way that they are developed, they dissolve very rapidly. You can literally put one tablet into a cup of water and it would be dissolved within 15 minutes. That's the problem with most multivitamins is they stay whole until they go all the way through your backside. Didn't do you very much good. So whether you want to dissolve these in water so that you drink them, three of these a day. It's a supplement. You take it with your meals, one with breakfast, one lunch, one dinner, or you can do two with breakfast and one with lunch. It's kind of what I do. This, people notice amazing results. It revives your body at a cellular level from the inside out. Women notice hair growth, nail growth like crazy, skin complexions. We've had testimonials of skin, skin complexions clearing up and cleaning up. One lady individual, uh, one lady told me it specifically that she had a mark on her forehead and that the doctor had shared that it had something to do with her, her liver. Uh, she started within three weeks of taking this, the mark on her forehead completely went away. Amazing results, you're gonna love Revive. This is my go-to juice. I don't drink soda, I don't drink coffee. Rarely I'll drink coffee. This is this little packet right here, uncorked. Uh, it's called Uncorked Energy. It's five of the world's greatest super fruits designed to fuel your body with anti-inflammatory benefits your body's gonna love. It fights inflammation in the body. With Inflammation is like one of the worst things that our, that our, that our body can succumb to. Uh, it exacerbates and makes any ailment that we're fighting worse with inflammation. So the Makai berry, the acai berry, the mangosteen, the goji, uh, and the pomegranate are five of the world's greatest super fruits. It's just those super fruit powders and then an herbal blend uh, to give you an increased mental clarity and focus. It's got a little caffeine in it, but it comes from the unroasted organic coffee bean. Uh, it's not a roasted caffeine-based source. Roasted caffeine is garbage. It's really actually bad. It's got a lot of leftover uh, from the roasting process, ammonia and other toxic chemicals that are not good for your body. You mix that into a bottle, a bottle of water, shake it up, and I drink this throughout the day. Most people can drink this and notice they feel good for about four to six hours off just that. Detox, I take this every night. It's a gentle detox cleanse to target your gallbladder, your liver, and your colon. Very easy, you take one an hour after your last meal, one capsule, let it go to work while you sleep, you wake up, and you have a good bowel movement. It's detoxing your system. Dream, I have a hard time getting to fall asleep. 
Uh, once I'm asleep, Mike's my pillows sheets and pillows helps, but it's getting myself to fall asleep. Dream is an amazing supplement. You take one of these about an hour before you want to fall asleep, and it helps relax your mind, relax your muscles, and get you ready to sleep. I sleep through the night amazingly, and I actually dream really, really well as well. And our final product to complete uh, our lineup is Enerlean. This is a metabolism booster. This does rev up your body's natural me metabolism, which is the way your body burns stored body fat. So we hear from ladies and men that take this, one capsule in the morning uh, or one capsule in the afternoon or one in the morning and the afternoon, find out what works best for you. But I, we hear lots of testimonials from individuals that just from taking this and the detox at night, they lose weight without even trying. So that is the product lineup. I shared that I was going to give you the info on it. So that is my wife and I's company. Uh, we do most of the fulfillment. So sometimes you'll see little notes in there that my wife writes, thank you, and maybe I will too sometimes. But uh, we're a small business, but we are effective with products. I've loved these. I've been using these for seven years myself, and I know you'll absolutely enjoy them. So go to uncorkedliving.com, and you can use the code David. Some people say, I don't want to use the code, but use the code David. You'll get a, a discount on it as well. And those are my amazing products. And after that mouthful, and it tastes good. This really does taste very, very good. Uh, all, all natural, no sugar in anything, no gluten in anything, no artificial anything. It's all natural, good stuff for you. All right, let's jump back into it. With all the news with George Floyd, we cannot forget that we are in a presidential race this year. And we've got seats up in the House, seats up in the Senate. We've got seats up all over the place. We need to remember exactly, I think the most important one is Joe Biden and his rant where he literally just said a few days ago, if you don't know if you're voting for me or Trump, you ain't black. Well, Sean Hannity came out and absolutely put him on blast, letting all of us, reminding all of us that Joe Biden has a history of racism. Sean Hannity slams Joe Biden for his long time disturbing patter of racial rhetoric. Sean Hannity opened his nightly TV show Tuesday by responding to the now viral train wreck Joe Biden interview with the Breakfast Club radio host and the former v VP made his racist comment, you ain't black. Who even talks like that? What old white man talks like that anyway? That's really a question for me. You ain't black? What kind of, what's going through somebody's head that feels like they've got the comfortability level to even say something like that to a black individual? You ain't black. I should make a video just on that all by itself. It was so bad that a Biden staffer actually tried to interject in order to prevent his, his ever confused compounded boss from having to answer any more questions. Yeah, they tried to stop him and cut him off, who contended that Biden grotesque uh, Biden's grotesque statement was a part of a long, never-ending, disturbing pattern of racial rhetoric, Hannity suggested. The host highlighted a number of racially charged comments by the presumptive Democrat nominee, together with a montage of audio clips dating back to 1993. We can remember this. Joe Biden talks about Indians in 7-Eleven. I don't got to play the clip for you, but uh, go watch the video for yourself. Go click that link, share that article. Joe Biden's insane thoughts on hairy legs, roaches, and kids. Uh, Joe Biden criticized for calling poor kids just as smart and just as talented as white kids. Yeah, there's a history here. In 87, Biden claimed he marched with civil rights movement, but a few months later, he had to disavow his claims right before he dropped out of the presidential race. In that speech, he tried to salvage himself by saying he was involved in the movement. That's a big difference in saying you marched with the movement and in what they were 
feeling and that he added that he worked at an all-black pool, presumably where the roaches discovered he had hairy legs. <laughs> we cannot forget, ladies and gentlemen, uh, th- this is a great article. Please go share it, retweet it. Sean Hannity slams Joe Biden for his longtime disturbing pattern of racial rhetoric. We got to get that out there. You know what else is absolutely disturbing, along with the fact checkers over here on Facebook and on here on Twitter, uh, that I have to deal with? We also have to deal with the fact that uh, Twitter's fact checkers are very biased. They're absolutely stinking bias. This has now been uh, talk of the town. Twitter exec in charge of effort to fact check Trump has a history of anti-Trump posts and anti-gay and trans posts. I thought liberals were supposed to be the all-inclusive bunch, welcoming everybody and anybody, regardless of sexual orientation. Well, it doesn't seem to be the case. Twitter's head of site integrity, if you can believe that, Roel Roth boasts on his LinkedIn that he's in charge of developing and enforcing Twitter's rules. Twitter has simplified its rules in order to cut to the chase all conservative posts Violate Twitter's terms of service, pretty much. That's just where it drops. Roth Roth also hates gays and trannies. So why doesn't Twitter put him in charge of those sites as well? Well, Twitter may as well have just simplified its terms of service to just one line. Any conservative post is hate speech, and the writer should spend life in front of a firing squad. That's pretty much how we feel. I've got some, uh, there's some pretty disturbing things that he said about, uh, about gays and transgenders. But let's take a look at uh, this one. How about this? I'm just saying we fly over those states that voted for a racist tangerine for a reason. Yeah, there's no political bias there whatsoever. How about this? Yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand than a brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. This guy's in charge of Twitter fact-checking and he's saying that there's Nazis in the White House? Well, and he didn't stop there. Today on Meet the Press, we're speaking with Joseph Goebbels about the first 100 days, what I hear whenever Kellyanne is on a news show. Joseph Goebbels was one of, uh, he was a Nazi. He was one of Adolf Hitler's closest confidants, and he was the minister of propaganda for Nazi Germany. And this individual is in charge of fact-checking anybody on Twitter? Pretty disturbing and disgusting trend. I'm thankful that uh, I'm thankful that the president has acknowledged that he sees, and he's seen it. I was at the White House last year for the social media summit where we were all talking about it. I really hope that the president finally does pull the trigger and use whatever means he has at his disposal to level the playing field. Just give us a free platform where we can speak our mind. If we're not sharing something that's totally inexcusably explicit against children or sex or whatever, let us speak our mind. Give us the ability to use our First Amendment rights and freedom of speech. Give us that ability and stop quenching those of us that just love to truly share and support the truths that most of us don't get to hear from the mainstream media about the president, his administration, and why we support him. Give us that freedom. Makes me think of Amistad. Give us us free One of the famous lines in Amistad. And now let's get over to this. Again, the Democrats are continuing to push for vote by mail, suggesting, oh, there's no voter fraud. Oh, there's no issues. There's no voter fraud issues. Well, apparently Jerry Nadler has uh, 
has a bit different tune on the entirety of that, uh, uh, of that debate. Since 2004, Nadler believed paper ballots were susceptible to fraud. Then Trump happened. Oh, now, no, there's no fraud. What, there's no fraud whatsoever. Uh, amazing article. I'm going to show you the video. I've got the video right here of Nadler himself, in his own words, telling everybody that vote by mail paper ballots are a serious issue. I yield to Mr. Nadler. Thank you. I just, uh, it's a very tempting point. I just, as a very experienced, practical politician from New York, I feel constrained to observe that in my experience in New York, uh, paper ballots are extremely susceptible to fraud. And at least with the old clunky voting machines that we have in New York, um, the, the de deliberate fraud is way down. Uh, compared to paper. When, they, when the machines break down and they vote on paper, we've had real problems. I, I want a paper trail. I want paper somewhere. But pure paper with no machines, uh, I, can show you pre I can show you experience which uh, would make but, your head spin. And we thank you. Boom. Well, there you have it. So why is the tune so different now? Why is it now that they're all pushing for paper ballots because they know that they're susceptible to fraud and that's exactly what they intend on trying to do to, to, in so many elections around the country this year, they're not only trying to unseat a duly elected president, but they're also trying to get the House and take the Senate. They're trying to undermine the Americans that are truly voting for values and supporting the conservative values that this president supports. And it will be a travesty if we allow it to happen. So say no to vote by mail. Say yes to getting out, opening up your business, and doing what you can to support the fact that we should not be closed down. If we can go to Walmart, Target, or any grocery store you go to and practice social distancing, we can also go to voting booths where they're already at least six feet apart so people aren't copying other people's answers. Did we forget all that as well? Well, friends, God bless you. Thank you so much. Again, uncorkedliving.com. Uh, use the code David. You'll love the products. And they'll be shipping on Monday because we're still here in California. But thank you all so much for your support. God bless you. Please share this, retweet this, and have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you guys all tomorrow. Have a good night and bye-bye.